This is a dill pickle, a mighty pretty pickle, especially when he joins you at the show. We have lots of pretty pickles waiting for you at the refreshment center. They're plump, tender, mouth-watering. Wouldn't one taste good right now? Hello, welcome once again to Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews, a podcast that's part of the Dark Discussions News Network. I'm one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A., and with me in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you, sir? Good. Excellent. And in the Alberta province of Al- Alberta, Canadian province. Who is that, that would be Sean, yeah. who is okay. on his toes right now hoping that the avalanche will pull out game six so whenever this is heard hopefully they are the champions all right and and how did you become an avalanche fan when they're in Colorado? because i was a fan of the nordiques before they moved and how when did you become drafted, a fan how did you become a fan of the nordiques when you because were I like joe sackick gotcha and so then they made the trade for forsberg and then they got patrick waugh from montreal in the big trade and that's, that's right patrick waugh all the pieces yes that's right and patrick right. waugh was one of my favorite goalies so yeah, my, my sister-in-law's uh, maiden name is Roy. 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 I was a fan of the yeah. North Stars until they turned into the Stars. Yeah, then they went to Dallas and yeah. Yeah, that's when they became the Stars and whatever. Yeah, I, I, I'm st- I, I, still want the, I still want the Hartford Wheelers back. Anyway, they're now Carolina. Hart, bring back Hartford and bring back the, the Nordiques. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That would be good. Yep. Um, all right. So uh, off the to- hockey, ho- hockey topics. Uh, My apologies. <laughs> uh, Dark discussions. Who are we? This network uh, in the Halloween boutique psychotronic reviews podcast. Halloween boutique psychotronic reviews podcast discusses uh, films such as horror, sci-fi, fantasy, thrillers, techno thrillers, mystery, grindhouse, art house, foreign language films. Dramas and it basically uh, the catch-all podcast for the Dark Discussions News Network. Basically, we try to talk intelligently about a genre that deserves intelligence. Uh, the news network, once again, is darkdiscussions.com. You can email us at darkdiscussions at aol.com and just put Halloween Boutique or something in, in the, the email title subject, and we'll know it's for this podcast. Uh, you also can email us through the contact us menu choice on darkdiscussions.com and uh, once again we will read your email on this podcast uh, so if you have thoughts on any of our topics your own personal review of a film that we, we talked about or anything else uh, send us the email we'd love to know that you're out there um, also uh, Sean what else can people find on uh, darkdiscussions.com website they can also find the Patreon button uh, and click that and go to the Patreon page for Dark Discussions, where if you're able to, based on your financial situation, uh, donate uh, money towards the podcast. Uh, every $5 you donate towards the podcast, you can uh, go towards a movie that you would like to have reviewed. And uh, that's done every quarter. And the reason it's nice to, if you can do any um, you know, financial support is because the podcast itself is free. But there's a whole bunch of costs involved and time as well. So anything you can do to support the podcast and everyone working in it would be appreciated. Indeed, indeed. It would greatly appreciate it. Also, uh, you can go to formerly known as iTunes, which is now known as Apple Podcasts, and you can really 
you can leave a review there for us uh, where you can find this podcast. You've already found it, but just in case, you can find it at multiple places. You can find it at darkdiscussions.com where every episode is, but you also can find it on the Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews feed wherever podcasts are found, but it's also on the Dark Discussions podcast feed as well. And uh, the Dark Discussions podcast feed uh, is the one that includes the original podcast of the network, which is over 11 years old, Dark Discussions podcast, as well as Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews and the various spinoff uh, podcasts that any other co-host that you hear on this podcast participate in. However, we do have other podcasts too from uh, other podcasters that are on the network, and you can always find them at darkdiscussions.com as well. Um, now, um, before we get into our topic tonight, uh, Sean, what, what, what is this, uh, top, this, this themed month we're doing again? What's, uh, what's it's LGBTQ plus month, right? Right. The pride month. Yeah. June pride month. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, Barrett, what are we doing for June pride month? We are watching lesbian art house films and we are now on our last week. And do you want me to go into the title of the movie? Uh, not yet, not yet. Uh, just All a couple right. of things. Uh, so basically, uh, for folks who are curious, today is June 26, 2022, that we're recording this because some of our listeners, like Pam, are always curious to know when we record our uh, podcast because they sometimes are not released uh, immediately after they're recorded. Uh, and so she's always curious, as well as some of our other, list- other listeners, uh, when they're recorded versus when they're released. However, this one will be released almost immediately uh, because, again, it's part of the theme month that we're doing. And uh, the theme month is, as, as Barrett and Sean mentioned, uh, June Pride Month, and we've chosen Art House Lesbian Films. We do four during the month of June. Uh, we've done that for the past couple of years now, and this is the, the fourth um out of the four for june 2022 um all right and i think that's pretty much wraps up the little house cleaning so uh yeah barrett uh what, what, what are we going to discuss tonight we are going to discuss the movie ammonite um it stars kate winslet and oh saoirse, saoirse ronan uh, and Gemma jones those are and james mccardle uh those are the big names of the movie um it is written by francis lee and directed by francis lee it is a period piece takes place in the 1840s all right so uh, let's listen to the drill it was a sea lizard six feet long days it took to dig it out clean it I was only 11 years old. It's in the British Museum. That one was special. Vasani. I've often heard your reputation discussed in the Geographical Society in London. Is there something you wanted, sir? My wife. She hasn't been at all well of late. She suffers from melancholia. I want her to walk the shoreline with you, learn from you. I'm not looking for an apprentice. I would pay a premium for a private audience. It's not easy work. Don't like the water. 
What is it? Cheap tourist fodder. Beautiful. Jesus me you struck up a friendship together. What is it? Something? Nothing? I don't want to go back to the life I had before you. What about my life? So, yep, uh, Francis Lee is a British uh, uh, writer, director, filmmaker, um, and Francis is in, in the, the, the man name, not Francis is in the girl name, so uh, Francis Lee is a guy. Um, as uh, Barrett mentioned, a number of folk in the film, uh, the big stars uh, are most certainly Kate Winslet and Saoirse Ronan. Uh, the film was uh, actually a British film. Uh, originally, uh, BBC Films, British Film Institute, and uh, Seesaw Films, but uh, Lionsgate uh, got the rights to uh, the film for distribution, um, and it was released uh, at film festivals uh, September 11th, 2020, at um, Toronto International Film Festival, uh, and then it rolled out right after that, early 20. 21 um it did not make too much money uh but the budget was uh about 14 million u.s dollars and it only made about 1.4 million uh the film was praised for kate winslet's performance um but it did get only uh 69 reviews by critics and that's by a lot of critics uh so it was kind of um uh, not not as highly rated as some uh, critics would usually um, give such a type of film that, say, Kate Winslet uh, would be in, or an art house drama, or period piece, and such. Um, all right, so I guess we can get into. Uh, oh, uh, for folks who are curious too, um, this was uh, one of four films that was going to be considered for this last film, uh, and uh, this one. Um, probably want one out because of uh the dinosaur uh theme that wasn't as big of a theme as as we thought uh since jurassic world just came out why not do a film about actual archaeologists and paleontologists and such um all right so let's go around and discuss uh, how we heard about this film and what we thought about it so uh let's start with you barrett um i had not heard about this film until you suggested it for our fourth movie um I'm not going to say this was a bad film. It was well-crafted, great acting. The costumes are amazing. Um, Not a big period piece fan, especially this period of British history. Um, It's just not that interesting to me. Uh, But beyond that, the movie is a bit boring. Um, It's very slow. Um, and it's really hard to stay in the moment in the movie. Uh, I can't say I disliked it, but it's not like going to be in my, it would never be in my top 10 films ever. 
Um, if you like romance and um, that's, you know, pretty much what this movie is about. All right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. For me, um, I heard about the film um, for a couple of reasons, obviously uh, Kate Winslet um, when it came out uh, that um, came on my radar because uh, I usually follow everything Kate Winslet does generally. Um, though I do know that she's in dogs as well as fantastic films, like any actor or actress, but just as an actress, uh, she's someone that I do follow. Um, and, uh, also, uh, there was a, a big, um, um, I guess sex scene between her and Saoirse Ronan that, uh, got a lot of notoriety as well. So that was in the press for a bit when it first came out. Um, and then of course, uh, the period piece and based off of real people um, and such. Uh, so my opinion on the film, um, I um, uh, kind of concur with, with Barrett. I, I felt this film was very boring. Um, it actually may be the worst film out of all the 12 that for the past three years that me and Barrett uh, have Agreed. reviewed. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that right away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's really bad. Um, and again, it's well done. It's well acted. Uh, design, costumes, all that is great. Cinematography is fantastic. Editing, you know, music, everything is great. It's just that the, the screenplay is just, just god awful. Um, it's it's way too long for what they'd shown. Um, for the two characters of of importance, which were the the the, the woman. Um, the the non-fictional woman, uh, Mary Anning and Charlotte Murchison. Um, I thought, based off of this that this film, that it would focus a lot on their work, as well as this fictional relationship, um, lesbian relationship between the two. Uh, but it really didn't. It, it it was very limited on the paleontology stuff. Uh, it really just focused on this fictional relationship. Um, also, for folks who know me, um, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Braveheart at all. I, I dislike that film tremendously because of its inaccuracies and, and um, truth. Um, and I know, and Barrett has a fair point. I've talked to him offline about it, that, you know, it shouldn't really matter. It's, you know, just a movie, just enjoy it for a movie. But for whatever reason, that's a pet peeve for me. And And this film is is loaded with inaccuracies. Not only um, neither of the women are uh, lesbians in real life, or at least that's, that's the general consensus. It was never considered they were lesbians until this film was written. And the director admitted that it was just something he made up. Um, also, um, uh, Charlotte Merchinson was actually 11 years older than Mary Anning and was not sickly during that time period. Um, so they flip-flopped the ages of the two. Um, also, she was very happily married to her husband and went everywhere with him uh, and never was left behind. Even on the trip when she actually met uh, Mary Anning, she just visited and then she left with her, her, her husband. So uh, there's a lot of inaccuracies that way as well. Uh, one other thing that was interesting, and it's not really has anything to do with this film specifically, but um, there's been an uproar by a number of uh, critics about um, Sam Neill and Laura Dern and their relationship in the Jurassic Park as well as the Jurassic World films. 
and their age difference of 19 years and how uh, some critics felt that is inappropriate. Whether that's true or not, um, it, it was obviously pointed out because it was a 19-year-old a male dating a younger woman. Well, in this film here, if we look at the actresses uh, and their ages, um, Kate Winslet is 19 years older than Saoirse Ronan. And, of course, this film didn't get the same reaction. Uh, so the double standard. So just weird well, things like that. I, I find that one funny. I mean, I, just when I think about when Jurassic Park originally came out, I felt like it was inappropriate because she was almost like a student to him. You know what I mean? And that sure, that's sure. not necessarily the age thing. That's a power disparity. So I just find it funny that people focused on the ages and stuff and when it's a man with a woman. Sure, sure. Yeah, and, and that's that's what I felt was, was interesting, the age thing that they were looking at uh, rather than student versus teacher or something of that nature. And, yeah. and, then, and then something like this, where the age is identical, the difference, and, and, and no one no one blinks an eye. Um, or I should, let me rephrase, the same critics that complained about Sam Neill and Laura Dern don't blink an eye for a film like this. Um, so yeah, I, I wasn't a fan. It was, it was just very boring. Um, it didn't focus on the paleontology at all, really. Uh, it was really like window dressing to something that uh, I don't know what the director was really trying trying to portray um but the acting was did good. you get just one question for you about that did you get yeah. the sense that her character didn't really care about it it was just a money thing for her that's the way they made it feel in the film and i didn't like that yeah Which is I, not, yeah that's not the history right right well, well, well none of it is the history but but another thing that that upset me too about the two characters is that they made charlotte look like some you know, especially at the, the last third of the film, look like some, you know, wealthy snob type that didn't <laughs> respect the uh, Mary, and yet they were really good friends in real life. So, and she was wasn't a lesbian with relationship stuff too. Like she was part of, like she really was a part of the reason oh, that her husband yeah, yeah. for oh, the yeah. paleontology aspect, right? Absolutely, Charlotte was was, was just as Mary, uh, a self-trained. Uh, paleontologist and she was as successful and brilliant of a paleontologist as Mary or her husband and and this film made her just look like a ditz it's just um, like I don't understand what the reasoning for what that was because you could I, have I had such know. a much better story just telling their story right. <laughs> right right well but but yeah but that would take out the lesbian part and I guess <laughs> this, guy, this guy wanted to make this a LGBTQ film I guess and I, I don't know why I would have just focused on these two women and their great accomplishments without he still could have had that in there, but they still could have focused on their accomplishments. I yeah, mean, that's true. And, you know, that's, you can yeah, that, that's make what that I meant up. I said, that's what I meant when I said that I was surprised the film really didn't focus on their paleontology at all. Even if they did make a fictional, uh, sexual relationship between the two yeah, women. Yeah, because it's know? a cool thing. I mean, Bailey a lot of people would have wanted to hear about that stuff. And, and that's honestly the reason why I, I chose this film over the other three films for us to do um, and how, how greatly disappointed uh, I think all of us were that the paleontology aspect was wasn't as big as, as we had thought it would have been. Uh, and, it's, it's, and this is probably the first film that out of all of them that the LGBTQ part was the the top focus of the film. 
<laughs> right. Was. Yeah. And, and and you know and it's interesting too. This guy, this film was directed and written by a guy, versus a lot of the other films that we we've we've done have been written or and directed by women. So I'm wondering if if that could be possibly part of the reason too that this film was way off kilter compared to uh, all the L- other LGBTQ. Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, so yeah, I, I'm pretty much right there with you, Barrett. Uh, and then I have my own personal pet peeves. Like, and I totally understand your pet peeves. FYI, I'm not sure, sure. belittling those. I just I chose not to look up any of the history because I knew that it was it couldn't possibly be anything close to real. <laughs> sure, sure. Yep. No, and that's fair. Um, all right, let's go with you, Sean. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> um, I heard I you fell heard asleep. I did actually, which we all know I have sleeping problems, but for some reason that movie helped me sleep, which was not what I was intending to do. Um, I had not heard of the film. I was not aware of the film before when Phil had mentioned that we were going to look at a movie with Kate and Saoirse. Uh, I'm like, that's awesome. It's about paleontology. That's awesome. Yep. These are, it's a period piece. I love that's period what I pieces. This is awesome. <laughs> and then it's just like, no, no. It was like, again, you've said all the stuff. It was well-crafted. You know, cinematography was fine. The music was fine. Um, I have nothing against the actresses or the members of the cast, but the screenplay was dull, dull, dull with an extra side order of dull. And it was the worst movie of the four we watched this month by far, which is saying something because I didn't like Ride or Die and I had my reasons for that. But Ride or Die was far superior to this, <laughs> yeah. which, again, it's, it's, it's not something I would have thought I would ever say. <laughs> um, and just and I feel bad because I I enjoy the the actresses. And Phil said, yeah, you can have, you know, good and bad movies. It happens to everyone. It just wow. Just Wow. <laughs> Um, so that's pretty much my thoughts. So, sure, sure. The one, one other aspect, uh, well, and and not not talking about the quality or enjoyment of of this film, but uh, this this year, four films were all very uh, unsimilar, which is kind of yeah, yeah. Well, they were, <laughs> yeah, yeah, very very much so. Uh, and uh, out of the four, I've only I, I only had only seen Bear. Uh, out of the four prior and that was a straight drama and that's what i was expecting most of the, these three films to be and um they they were all, all quite quite different um i have an interest right, so, i have it oh yes. go ahead no go ahead no go i'm done i was done i was done i was gonna say that i have an interesting uh thing that i was thinking while i was watching it was <laughs> right before the scene that makes it rated r came up i was like why the hell is this movie rated r like you barely saw any flesh until that last scene. Right. And it was like, I just don't get it. Why is it rated R? I just kept asking myself. And then all of a sudden that scene came up and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it was pretty close <laughs> to the, what, uh, even though it's a rated R film, it's a, that sex scene is, is pretty close to, uh, NC-17. Or, it is. Or, or, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it was, it's pretty close to graphic as Ride or Die was, to be honest. It was pretty close. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. yeah. It so, might have uh, even been beyond. Yeah, well, you know, the only reason I think Ride or Die maybe 
just a little more graphic is because it kind of actually looked like the, the they were um kind of cutting things was was actually happening. Oh, it looked that, that way to me too word, when right? she was sitting on her face in this. Yeah, one. that's true. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah right. Now that's just, a spoiler, but I can't help but give it. Yeah. yeah so, so either way, uh, the the it's Game of Thrones level or or HBO level. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Sex. Well, yeah. in fairness, you do get yeah, you do get full frontal from the the husband. So that's true. You if you balance yourselves out, right? Yep, yep. So, so you get to, you get to see see some cocks and balls to to be <laughs> to be rude about it. Yep. Yeah. Or, 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 or as Mike Mike Myers says in, in Austin Power, the uh, what's it bits and pieces or something. Yeah, like something like twigs and berries, isn't there something? Like berries, yeah, yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I got, I got my bits and pieces, or whatever he says. But either way, uh, uh, to get back to uh, being serious, because again, the, the last three. Uh, episodes we were very serious with the film um, but I guess this one we're just trying to get some some laugh because it's, it was just so boring of a film but anyway yeah, uh, was, yeah. yeah let's go with uh, the wiki Barrett. do we have one of those IMDB or something we have IMDB wiki 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 1840s England acclaimed but overlooked fossil hunter Mary Anning and a young woman sent to convalesce by the sea develop an intense relationship, altering both of their lives forever. You know what? I don't like that. Uh, and I'll tell you why, because it doesn't even name Charlotte. And, and no, he was, yeah. he was no. as big of a paleontologist, self-trained paleontologist as, as Mary was. So it's kind of weird that it's like, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. And, and you know, it's funny too, is like I said, in, in real life, they were opposite age. You know, the other one was the older one, but so be it. Um, all right. So uh, for folks who are new to the, the podcast, uh, basically what we do here is that we not only review the film, uh, but we also dissect and critique uh, the film as well. Uh, so at a certain point, Shortly, we'll throw up a spoiler alert where we will just talk about anything and everything, including specific scenes. Uh, but prior to that, we just generally talk about uh, general stuff related to the film. Or it was a much more prolific and bigger known uh, director. Uh, you know, comparing the film to his his other films and things of that nature. Uh, so uh, we can go into. Uh, uh, random stuff and general stuff. Um, so first of all, the, the name Ammonite um, was uh, fortunately you learn what it means right away because I, I had no idea what it meant, but it was a creature. Yeah, they do a good job of that. Yeah, yeah, it's a creature, <laughs> one of those uh, creatures that look like a uh, um, oh, what are those 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 underwater things that that are that live like a trilobite. Is that what you're thinking of? Or? Nah, something like that, though. But um, yeah, I forget what it's called. But 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 it basically looks like a uh, a snail, and it floats in the water, underwater, like deep down where the glow fishes and octopuses live. But but either way, uh, yeah. So it's one of those type of creatures. A tri- uh, what did you call it again? The trilobite. Yeah. So so and that's where it, the name comes from because that's one of her. Uh, 
uh, things that she finds, Mary, and is how she uh, begins her conversation with Charlotte and her husband uh, uh, is, is because of an anite. Because um, her husband is interested in this stuff, but he's just a yeah. rich guy that's yeah. <laughs> got well, in all real, this time in real, on their hand. <laughs> right. And, but in real life, he, he was a huge paleontologist as well. Because um, he was the director so, of the, oh, the, the, that department for a while, too. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He, he was, read, so yeah, so. yeah. Well, that's just the thing. They they made both him and Charlotte look like buffoons in this. They film. made him and in look real like life, an ass. Yeah, <laughs> and, and in real life, he he and his wife were pretty pretty close, and and they seemed like they, they had were a good really. Team. Yeah, they were a great team. So it, it's completely different in real life versus what we see here. Um, so. Uh, yeah, that was a great way to put it. A great team. Uh, yeah, if you read about them, it's, they were like amazing. Um, so uh, that's that's what Ammonite means. So anyway, with that stated, uh, I guess we can talk about general stuff, uh, non-spoiler stuff. Uh, where does anybody want to start? Costumes Anyone? were amazing. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Especially uh, what Sersha got to wear throughout. Oh, my God. You, and you could see fantastic. the difference. Yeah. yeah, you could see the difference in class just from what she wore and what Kate Winslet's character wore. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, and to be honest, uh, because I know a lot of folks um, have, have checked this movie out for different reasons, uh, for the midnight movie aspect of the reasons, which is basically t- seeing two of the most popular and attractive actresses in Hollywood or, or in films, period, um, have a, a pretty, as you said, uh, Barrett graphic sex scene. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the costumes were great, and and even without the costumes was great. If you if you want to just look at the woman, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's just being a fact. That's just a fact because obviously, uh, um, both both women are uh, fairly attractive. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlotte's dresses were amazing, absolutely amazing stuff. Um, she she had a great wardrobe. Um, and like he said, it was, it was a perfect analogy of, of the, the class, it, it, not even class. I would just say financial difference between the, the two folks, a wealthy person versus a, a poor person, which I, well, I would right. say in that it's time class, period. Right? Yeah. Okay. In that time period is definitely class. Class was like, you know, so important. Yeah. Um, Still plays a part today, too. Yeah, it does. It's just yeah. not thought so, of in necessarily just, yeah, the same way. The same yeah. aspect. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Um, so, in the 1840s, you would have still had a lot of lords and ladies that were getting oh, their yeah. money from their heritage rather than from, you know, you're not to the Downton Abbey period where they're losing their money, some of them, and there's people that are creating businesses and becoming rich. So you still got that lord and lady aspect of it at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. Um and and just for the fact, and even if they weren't um, lords and ladies, uh, the bourgeois back in those days were still um, pretty uh, up there, while the poor people were were pretty down there. Yeah, very much yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Charlotte and her husband were not lords or ladies. They were they were bourgeois. Yeah, um, that's what it appears to be from this. Yeah that they they've got a fair amount of money 
but they're not lords and ladies because otherwise they would have been called something different. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, so uh, basically, just a quick setup of the film: uh, Mary has inherited her father's archaeology uh, business. Uh, basically, uh, her father, when she, in real life, died when she was eleven, and he was a collector and seller of uh, fossils and she took over the business along with her brother for a little bit um when he passed the brother's not in this film um and she now lives alone with her mom and they basically run the shop um and that's pretty much the setup um oh and she has some notoriety uh for this her her work um even though she doesn't have much credit, um, yeah, and and only only true uh, deep diving uh, paleontologists and archaeologists know who she is, while the the general um, fans or, or members of that community don't even know who she is. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much the setup. Um, anything else we wanted to bring up? Uh, that is non-spoilerly that uh, just related to the film or, or whatever. I thought the um, – oh, go ahead, Sean. No, go ahead first. No, I already said stuff. You go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, this is – I don't know. Maybe the, maybe this is my sleepy state when I was watching it. But did you notice or did did it seem to you that there was a lot of dull colors in the first part of the movie? And then when they go to a different place – that place is much more colorful and bright. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yes, um, the the beach seems miserable. Yes, <laughs> although well, pretty. And, well, and, and to be honest, even 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 her um, her her, her, her store, the, yeah, the town that they're in is very dull with the colors. Yeah, yeah. I we, mean that was intentional, probably by like we we've seen this yeah. in, in Ozark and and things like that where they they tint. Uh, the film color, and I think that's what they did here. And again, England is is known to be crappy weather a lot, foggy and all that. But I think this was intentionally done that way. But continue, yeah, Sean. yeah. So no, that was just one of the things I was wondering because when they do go to a different place in England at the end of the movie, it's way more vibrant in the color and the brightness. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, I did. I didn't know if that was just me. Or no, I think they were intentionally attention. doing that when she goes so. to London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and even even the party, right? Where the music party they go to, um, that was more brightly yes. lit into. Um, but it was a was, whole different t- type of person that was more of the bourgeoisie bourgeoisie yeah. people than. Yeah, yeah, they were all the bourgeois folk because her yeah. uh, mother's doctor. Or, or, or not her mother's doctor, but the doctor that helped Charlotte out um, was part of that, and he, he wasn't a lord; he was an immigrant uh, from Romania. So he he was bourgeois because he was a doctor, not 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 um, a lord or lady by any means. Um, so so yeah yeah, and because of that, being more wealthy and whatever, and and also at that point too, their relationship was budding in a different way. So maybe they were trying to make it more bright as well. I, I don't know. But then again, that is contradicted when they go to London, right? So, yeah. 
So it could be just wealth versus poverty. Yeah, it could be that. Fair enough. Yeah. Sorry, Barrett, go ahead. I apologize for cutting you off. Oh, no, you didn't cut me off. Um, no, I was just going to say, I thought the vistas were very pretty, although they were doing exactly what you were saying, um, making it look a little more miserable where she was, and just they're definitely giving that feel of, you know, more of a lesser area and when you get to london it's definitely you could see that it's there's a lot of work going on everywhere yeah. it's more colorful Very busy yeah the houses are bigger and all that but i i kind of liked that part of it um i just liked that it it had those differences because it, it probably was like that honestly yeah yeah that's true i mean uh um, because, you know, in 1840, in the rural sections, it kind of reminded me, to be honest, more like the 14, I mean, the, you know, the 1600s, I mean, in, in the United States, whenever they show like movies that take place in Salem, Massachusetts or, or something like that, uh, when it's 1610 or 1640 or whatever, um, her property and her way of life and, and, and the colors and stuff that they had at Mary's house kind of remind me of that drab look that they always yeah. make Salem and, and stuff look like um, versus say when we see the wealthier folk or, or we're in London, it's more like a discovery witches, right? Where, where it was much colorful and, and vibrant and, and yep. hustle and bustle and all that other stuff. Um, well, it's interesting, too, because you go to different parts of London, and if you read about it at the Times, then they were not so nice either. So, yes, <laughs> yeah. picking and yeah, well, choosing which parts look nice and bright. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Whitechapel, right, where it was, was always considered bad. But um, also, um, even at Discovery Witches, right, they, they had, the roads were more like um, continental Europe, where, where they were closed in, and the buildings were you know, one car could go through and there wasn't room for both way traffic. While yep. the London that we see even in this film here, it was more um, like say um, Dracula uh, films where, where it's yeah, big Victorian street. style. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's kind of interesting how, how they go about it here. Um, yeah. The film is, is, is an interesting film too, because it's, it's, uh, I'm shocked that the budget is is 13, 14 million, because because <laughs> they what, yeah because I mean they they didn't have many locations really and obviously you know they they had to have fancy and and period piece clothing and period piece things around the house in the background and whatever but even when they were in London they didn't have many pullback shots. So they yeah. didn't have they didn't have any like like um, um, computer graphics to make it look like it was uh, yeah, so, you know you know no so you could see all the cops and yeah yeah exactly so, you know I, I mean I, I know now back back in the day like when Godfather two came out and they did London I mean uh, New York City um, they showed whole city streets. And it was literally looked like it was the 1940s or 30s or 20s or whenever that film took place in the flashback scenes. But uh, back then, they didn't have computer graphics, so that cost a fortune. But, you know, even a Discovery Witches, that show had pretty cool shots that made it look like it was 
uh, bigger than it really was, and they used computer graphics to do it. And yet here, um, yeah, they didn't really. There was like very closed lens shots and stuff. So I don't know where they, unless it was the two actresses that, that paid a fortune. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Maybe maybe the two actresses got five million each or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's all I can think of too. But I doubt it because they usually don't pay actresses as much. Yeah. Well, well, actually, both Kate and and sure are kind of uh, big big names still because you know like Emily Blunt, she she gets paid like twenty million a, a film still, and 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 Scarlett Johansson does too. So Kate Winslet, unless she's doing uh, scale on purpose because she just wants to do a role, you know she pulls in that type of money as well. Um, and Sharice, I mean Sharice, Sersha uh, Ronan is like the the hip actress after you know these past two years she's had like a, some big hits so um i'm wondering if most of the salary for this film went to their salaries you know and and then they still took a pay cut just to be able to be in this film to you know as a showpiece for their their acting or, or something they loved or something I don't yeah know. maybe it was to get the beach they cost a lot yeah, yeah, so they the did different... a lot of outdoor outdoor uh, filming. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true, Sean. Yeah. So that's like the Halo people could have used that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, well, well. The Halo, Halo. You know, they had bigger budgets than this film. Each episode was the same as this. But again, this is an Iron House film. This was a intentionally yeah. uh, non. Uh, I mean, BBC. Uh, produced it, and British Film Institute produced it, but again, they're not they're not like Paramount or something that's going to drop, you know, for sixty million to one hundred and fifty million, or, or Disney for a Marvel film, right? Um. Anyway, uh, any other things, uh, general stuff about the film uh, that we want to bring up before we get into spoilers and things of that nature? No. All right. So uh, I guess we'll we'll throw up the spoiler. So at this point. We're going to talk about everything and anything related to the film. Um, so if you haven't seen the film and you want to see it, uh, you should probably go do that now because, again, we're going to talk about specifics uh, that could um, give away certain aspects of the film. Uh, the film at this time, at least in the United States, is available in on Hulu for free if you're a subscriber to Hulu. Uh, it is also available as VOD anywhere um, video on demand rental is available or purchased for that matter. Um, or at least, uh, well, that's not true. It's, it's actually, I have to find out. I think it's only available in the United States on, um, Apple movies, uh, at the moment, but you can get the disc. They do have a Blu-ray out and a DVD. I saw both on, on Amazon and Sean, you said you were able to watch it through, uh, Amazon prime. Prime. Okay, and that was free in, on Amazon Prime in Canada. In Canada, yep. Yeah, okay. All right, I wish so... it had been there for me because I didn't <laughs> like the commercials I had to put up with on Hulu. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, I, man, I, if they had commercials? Oh. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the, I'm, I'm the same way because I, I get the, the cheaper version of Hulu with the commercials. Um, but to be honest, the, the, the commercials were more exciting than the film sometimes. <clears throat> Uh, I'd go commercial free on Hulu, but they're ridiculous to get commercials out of there. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't watch TV enough. It's really my wife, so um, 
I'll let her suffer with the commercials versus paying <laughs> extra three bucks. But anyway, um, all right. So uh, we'll talk about anything and everything. Uh, where do we want to start? What do, what do we want to discuss? I mean, I, we did talk about some of the issues we have with the film during our review. But is there any specific specific scenes or interesting aspects that we want to talk about? Um, at this point, again, whether it's spoiler or not, it doesn't matter. But we're, we're we talk about anything. They really make the husband into a, kind of a douche. He's like, he doesn't have, he doesn't want to get her pregnant, so he doesn't want to fool around with her. Um, she's sickly, and he kind of treats her poorly based on that, from what I can tell. Like it's her fault. Um, and then he leaves her there with uh, Kate Winslet's character for maybe three, maybe four, could be five weeks. <laughs> he's right. just not he doesn't seem like a nice guy he seems like all he's interested in are fossils that kate winslet's character is finding um after she shows him around and that's where we start off basically he leaves his wife with her yeah also the, her the his wife at least portrayed in the film again we're, we're talking about this film we're not talking about the real characters anymore right in re- i mean the real people anymore because it's completely different so we're just talking about the characters we see in the film um, as the fictional characters that they are in, in this story. Um, so Charlotte is not only sickly, but a lot of it is also her mental mental health too, right? Because she's always yeah. she's just in bed and she's depressed and all this other stuff. Crying. Yeah, yeah. And some of it is because her husband doesn't want to have a baby and she, she wants to try. Others is she obviously sick, so that doesn't make her happy. Also, she feels like um i guess part of it is is that time frame where they're they're showing men being the boss and the woman just you know like they have him order the food for her like we've seen in other films versus her getting to just order her own food off the things he goes she's going to have the fish and it has to be poached and this and it's like why can't she just say she wants the swordfish or whatever <laughs> and she looks miserable that he's doing all that for her yeah, yeah. So, so this film obviously is partly a um, not only a film about um, poor versus rich, but it's also gender related too. And it's a weird film because again, it starts as if it's a gender film, right? That it's, you know, men are being jerks and and back in the 1840s and how women are second-class citizens and all this other stuff and they're not getting the notoriety for their discovery as Mary is in and on and on. And then the film switches to a a um, class struggle film by the end. So that, that kind of felt awkward, I felt, too. Yeah. And, and also, both kind of are probably somewhat true, especially at that period of time. But they felt a lot of like uh, hit over the head with with a chair in a wrestling match versus just showing it, you know. There was telling us rather than showing us. That's what I, I'm trying to say. I don't you know say lack some it. subtlety. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. It's not very subtle, um, and so that that kind of was like took me a little bit out of the film as well. Um, so. I had that those issues uh, related to story two. Uh, never mind the, the the change of gender to 
class when they should have just really focused on both throughout the whole film and also being more subtle about it too. Um, I just assumed that the husband was supposed to be like a representation of what is yeah, generic. not so great about the patriarchal system at that time, yeah. whether he was in real life or not. Right. But it was the, just the way he addressed uh, Charlotte and the idea, just like little empathy for her. You know, she's more just like supposed to be like, I don't know. It felt like uh, she was like a property or he wanted to present her around. Right. And because of her illness and stuff that she's dealing with, uh, she's letting him down and he needs blaming her for it. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, from, this point, so. from this point, Sean, you know, we're, we're, you don't even have to say if she, he was like that in real life, because, again, we're, we're just going to go with what they show. We're, we're only going to focus now on, on okay, the story. Yeah, yeah, because we're, we're just going to keep on saying that. But that's not how it was. That's not, that's not what it, the, the truth. You know, <laughs> it's like we should stick with the, with the movie. Um, so, yeah, that, absolutely. I think that he was just a, uh, uh, a non uh a blatant, uh, flashing patriarch, you know, a light bulb was flashing over his head the entire time, and um, it wasn't subtle at all. And and so they kind of intentionally make you not like him, which is fine. That you know, we see this in a lot of films, and I always am the first person to complain. Like they are intentionally making us not like this character, you know. But here, it it felt much more forced than other ones that I've had complaints with because, because this one here, it was almost like a message movie, which I guess is fine. But, but in other times when, when they, they make us want to hate a character, um, it just feels better. Um, I guess, sewn into the, the, the story. Versus here, but maybe that's just me. What do you guys think? I mean, it, yeah. I agree. Okay. It's, I mean, he's even when you get to the end, he's basically out of the picture. He doesn't even care about his wife if she can have this extra room for um, her to stay, her you know, her lover to stay in, and he ob- she obviously thinks he'll never take any notice of it. With her plan. I mean, right. she kisses her right in front of the, the servants. Right. <clears throat> right. Well, so, and that's another comment that pissed me off too, because she goes, Oh, these, they're just, they're just the servants. And it's like, there's making Charlotte look like she's this wealthy, you know, terrible person. Yeah. You know, it makes her totally look like a different character when you get to that, because she seems like she's going to keep her as a kept woman. And that she's just has no concept of how that would be taken by the by the other person. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't understand at all why she's upset. It seemed like a weird uh, flip between her having absolutely no agency for most of the movie to the last part of the movie where she's yeah. suddenly like in control and manipulating stuff or whatever. And it's just like very weird <laughs> for you to yeah. do it that way. Like right. I get you can have a p- character's change over the movie or story and that's fine, but it just seemed very weird that you had this like 
whole way of presenting her for three quarters of the movie, and in the last quarter or less, she's a completely different person. Well, and that, like. that I, I don't know if we're supposed to get from earlier that she is manipulative, because I, I wonder about that. Um, she definitely got everything she wanted while she was there. <laughs> And yeah. she acted kind of weird when they went to the musical thing. Yeah. So I'm no, not I, quite sure it wasn't there at all. Right, right. So yeah, and, 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 and it kinda, level. yeah, and, and it kind of makes me wonder if uh, her, her sadness at the beginning, especially when her husband was there, it, it makes you re- reflect back maybe – you know, even though he was a dink, maybe she's a dink too. Yeah. You know, and 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 again, you know, the room thing at the end where she sets up this room and stuff, and a lot of it is 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 kind of good. It looks good on paper because okay, now she has her own uh, drawing room where she can she can do all her work. She has a colleague that she can work with in Charlotte who is supposed to know uh, paleontology as well, especially by this point in the film. And her mom's um, dead too, so she can move on as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. Her mom has finally passed from uh, old age or whatever. And the thing is, it looks good, but the way Charlotte does it, it makes it look like, like you said, Sean, you know, she just has Mary there for the sex, not for, anything else and and again maybe maybe she does love mary in a certain way in that she does like look at mary as a great friend and she does want mary there all the time uh for other reasons besides sexual intimacy but the way it's presented it makes it look like she just has her there mary there for sexual intimacy and and, And it makes her look obtuse as well like she doesn't understand why she's upset Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that was very bizarre. And, and I see where Sean, you're talking about how, you know, she's quiet and and timid a lot in the earlier film, except when she begins to try to um, get Mary to fall uh, or, or have sex with her back in Mary's town. But even, even then she's still, not as alpha, but suddenly in this film, at the end of the film, she sees like this alpha and just expects Mary to do anything she wants. And it was, and it's like you said too, Barrett, which is she's just clueless too. It could be just right. she's clueless. So it's just it was just a very weird. And she shouldn't third be act. considering the when they're at that musical thing and Mary leaves. Mm-hmm. That should show her how uncomfortable she is with things like that. And right. yet she seems to forget that whole part that happens. The only right. thing that I was wondering was because I guess, you know, part of the story is the idea that um, Mary doesn't get recognition and doesn't really get a say in what's happening, you know, with the, within the system or whatever, that she goes from, you know, in her own life, then having, Charlotte in this aspect like almost take over the same thing 
Right. Where again, she doesn't get to have a say, and she's just an object, or she's just you know, right. part and, of someone yeah. else's collection. Well, yeah, that, that yeah, exactly. And that, yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. How this film is so weird because at the beginning, it, it's 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 about how she at 1840s does all this this magnificent work, and she's not really recognized except for a handful of people, and and this patriarchy system or whatever. And then when she goes to London to visit her friend and maybe even stay there for a couple of weeks, her friend becomes the new quote unquote patriarch. Yeah, isn't, isn't their agency like turned around? Cause Mary has agency at the beginning of the movie. Right. And right. by the end of the movie, it, even though she's freed now from her mother, it looks like, she's going to have no agency at that point and be taken over by this other woman um, who purports to love her, who now has all the agency. I just, I just, a younger woman too at that, which I find interesting. It's funny that that Charlotte then takes the place of her husband in a way, right? Where the husband controls her for the movie for whatever point he's in it. And then, when it's her turn and when she get she's empowered, she, she just becomes agency, the new she just does the exact same yeah. thing. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and it brings into light the end of the movie where they're both looking at each other across a box in a museum. Oh, that was so cheesy that moment because it's just like yeah. that Hollywood thing. But, but right, right. It's, it symbolizes the, the, they the difference of the two. Other. Yeah, they still <laughs> love each other, but they can't be together because they're separated be- be- between the the object in between them. However, the object between them is their their paleontology and their love and, and stuff. So it was just silly because I mean, it was just like, oh come on, you know, just exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it, that, that was a true Hollywood moment of a film even though this isn't a hollywood film and it it was just cheesy well and it Um, almost brings it makes everything else before it ring false almost yep right right exactly yeah so what was the point of the film then if if they were trying to show that they had a a lesbian relationship and they loved each other and then mary gets betrayed again but this time by the woman you know, so I, I don't know, you know. Well, it's even worse than that because it's showing that there – well, there were no consequences for their relationship. And in that time period, there would have been, and they would have been found out. It, it makes it out like there are no consequences, which I didn't right. like that at all either because it's just not realistic. Yeah, well, and, and also the the whole date with the doctor when the doctor invites her to the the, the show – and, and she acts, Mary acts like clueless. And, and the reason she's acting clueless is because she's trying to hit on Charlotte. But no one, but the doctor was obviously asking her on a date. Mary knew he was asking her on a date. Everybody knew he, they were asking, he was asking her on a date. And then she acts like she's obtuse and, and stupid and doesn't understand, thinks, Oh, you're just we're just going to a, a concert because you're friendly. And yeah. and it was it was just so silly. It was like, "Oh my god." And and that the only reason I'm bringing all that up right now was because like you said, Barrett, people would have figured it out eventually. Yeah. Their relationship and something like that, that blatant in the screenplay where she's put being obtuse, like 
Oh, you're asking me out? I didn't know you were asking me out. Everybody, of course she was asking out. Everybody that was watching the film knew. So when she acted stupid like that, and the doctor was like dumbfounded, like, what is she, what? Um, it it just was so stupid. It was it was a pretty bad scene, I felt. Yeah. Some weird choices throughout the movie. Yeah. Just, that's, Indeed. That's all I can chalk it up to is just weird choices that I'm not sure I get or understand, right. per se. Um, and if someone else enjoys this movie, great, great. Enjoy the, the movie, enjoy the story or whatever, but <laughs> it's not even a satisfying romance. No, no, no. That's the problem with it. I mean, it's, it's a romance film. That's what it's trying to be, but it's also trying to be almost higher brow than that. Right. And it fails at both. Yeah. So it should have just done one or the other or just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah. yeah. You're too ambitious in what you thought you had is a great, wonderful story that doesn't translate. <laughs> when you and you had great fun. actors and great scenery and great costuming, and you just kind of pissed it all away. <laughs> well, well, and and you had a great you had a great topic. Two yeah. women who are self-trained paleontologists that itself is a great story, and he really kind of just. The, the writer director just kind of tosses that out the window so he can focus on this this love romance and um it's, you know and if he wants to talk about uh the patriarchy and if he wants to talk about um the class warfare there were plenty of opportunities to do that oh yeah in this film and and using the paleontology stuff because they could have said, oh, well, you're a woman. You don't count because even though you did discover this or, or I'm, you will have to put my name on it, too, because I'm a man. and you're not." So he could have had all that in there. And then he also could have had um, the, the class stuff, too, which is which is like, well, I, I own the 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 uh, the museum. If we're going to have you in there, you, you know, you, blah, blah. you know, so he could have done all that and he didn't do any of that. And it's like, well, there's a little bit in there, like when she pulls up her name that's on that one thing you see that right but that's like one second name. and that was and, and that was more like that yeah and that was more of of even though that was a patriarch thing it was really also to make it show that oh my my girlfriend uh thought of me and she she changed it by putting my name on it you know right. so that so so it didn't even really have the patriarch moment that it could have had that was like why did she not get credit because they had to switch it to make it look like, oh, it's it was um, Charlotte was was being kind to her, and then you find out Charlotte's a dink ten minutes, ten seconds later, you know, <laughs> when she comes into the room. So it's like, like you said, it's missed opportunities, you know. Yeah. Yep. Because this could have been a great film if they really focused on the paleontology stuff and had the. All, all the, the the stuff I guess he was trying to say, you know. And but but I, I don't know what the lesbian part is because I, I know having the lesbian thing it makes it a quote unquote all woman film. And if you want a feminist film, I guess a lot of folk would call um, lesbian theme films a woman story and a feminist story just because it's woman. But I didn't feel that the the relationship between the two was really that much of a taboo thing in this film and anything that they, either the characters really worried about, except the handful of times when she met her friend that says, I tried to get you to like me, but obviously I don't have what Charlotte has, you know, but 
I, I don't I don't know what the lesbian aspect of the film was unless he was just trying to say, look, this is a feminist film. Look, this is a feminist film. It's like, yeah, but dude, you could have had a feminist film by just talk showing how both women get screwed from the patriarchy because of their yes, work. Exactly. Know? Yep. Yeah. It seemed like the KISS principle could have uh, been applied in this situation. Explain. Uh, keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> ah, like, <yeah. laughs> just like you had so so much excellent things to work with. Why did you have to add all this extraneous stuff that ends up ruining what could have been an excellent film? Well, right. I have to say the sex scene is the only thing that made this thing interesting at all. Yeah, Even that, I was and sleeping, that took, so I don't know. That took an hour and 20 minutes to get to. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, I mean and, and, and to be honest, just, you know, it's, it's the truth. Seeing two of the most beautiful women in, in film uh, in that sex scene is, is pretty awesome, um, just being a heterosexual male. But, um, it, yeah, it, it's like too little, too late. And the the whole relationship between the two um, didn't, didn't, didn't develop really the characters importance to why the characters are important. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? The the characters are important because of their awesome discoveries and work in paleontology. And the fact they didn't get credit for it. (laughs) Exactly. Especially in the 1840s when women weren't known to be doing that and they had to self-teach themselves, which is amazing because, you know, they weren't going to be going to college for it back in those days because they're women. You can't go to college in 1840 if you're a woman. So for what they were able to do and then this movie doesn't focus on that. It's just bizarre. It is. yeah, I, I don't the, get it. Their strength is totally not looked at at all. It looks just at their relationship. And that right. that yeah. is like the biggest the, failure of the movie because it's so what's, boring. Yeah, what's interesting about them is their strength in the patriarchy to make something like that, you know, not the, not this made up sex story. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and again, you know, if they wanted to add the made-up sex story, you know, that's fine, whatever, it, it, you know. But to make that the focus of the film, that's the problem, I think, you know, because absolutely, yeah, I mean, it, it, because it just wasn't strong, and it, and it just wasn't is the most interesting thing about the two women, you know, at least at least the real woman, I should say, you know. But it just uh, seems like a weird choice, though. You would strip what is the strength to put something else in and then not do that well either. Right. Right. So it just would, I guess, you know, it happens, but geez, it just, it's sad that you take this opportunity and this is what you decided to do with it. Well, and it's funny because both of these actresses are really, really good. So it's like, I expected going into this that I might not totally like the movie, but I would not be bored. Right. <laughs> they do a great acting job, but there's just nothing there to work with. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the acting is fabulous. And and again, you know, uh, whether you like period pieces or not. OK, some people may not. I know, Barrett, you're not too keen on them generally. But but, you know, it's, it's Kate Winslet and, and it's Saoirse Ronan and it's 
um, about dinosaurs, it's like, oh, this is this could be pretty good, even if it is a period piece, right? You know? And yep. and then it's just like, I, honestly, I, I I was watching it, and then I, I was I was confused, and then I'm, I keep on watching it, and keep on watching, it, I go, and then it literally just snapped. I was like, oh my god, this is boring as hell. And, 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 and I, 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 that's what it is. It's, this is just boring. I, I like, is this it. ever going to end? Oh my God. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And as I know. say, I felt, you know, I had no plans of falling asleep during the movie, Right. but to, to fall asleep and wake up and I'm like, Oh God, now I got to start this again. Right. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> right. Uh, so that's like torture. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I get to have extra fun of that. But I can tell, but I know we're not at the point yet, but I can tell you I'll never watch this movie ever, 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 ever again. I might yeah, watch five recommend- minutes of it again <laughs> right. and again. Oh, right, again. right, right. Oh, I can tell you one thing. A lot a lot of teenage boys who have Hulu are, are watching that five minutes. That's that is a steamy scene. I don't care who you are. I mean, it's... Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And, 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 it's, and it's, you know, like two of the most famous actresses in... in in the world that are both very attractive. So it's like crazy how, how, like you said, yeah, it's, it's a hot scene. It is. You know, I mean, it's crazy. So, but yeah, I mean, the other one hour and 52 minutes of the film, it's like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's a slog. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, it's a shame to say this because again, you know, when I was talking to you, Barrett, I mean, me, me and Sean were just right on, page even in our text but you know you were being fair in text saying yeah but you know you know and it's like you know what it, you're, you're right Barrett. but it's 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 just unfortunately you know like even just talking about it now it's like yeah it's just unfortunate it, it's the only like, word it, i can think of unfortunate yeah it's, it's unfortunate, unfortunate. Yeah. because it seems that there's more talk about what's missed and what right. was could have been as opposed to what was in which Again, the, none of us come in looking to be negative or wanting to tear things down or anything like that. We want to go in and hope we get a good story, a good visual presentation, all that stuff. So it's not like something we're coming here looking, you know, loaded to just like tear things apart every time we, we get together or something, right? Right. So it just, it's just oh, look, at, look at the difference between this and the adored. The Adored probably oh had a tenth, a tenth of the budget, but was such <laughs> a more interesting film. Oh, uh, yes. This had actresses who were at the top of their game, and it was not as good as that movie. Right, right. And, and that's the thing. I, I honestly thought when when I, I discovered this film, I said, oh, this, this film is going to be good. Even 69%, I didn't really care that the critics didn't like it because, you know, we've reviewed other oh, yeah. films that have been – low like that too or don't have any reviews because they're so independent no one's heard of them and and i've enjoyed a lot of them so i was thinking you know kate winslet saoirse ronan and again dinosaurs it's it could be and and, and i'm sure sean was thinking period piece this is going to be a great film exactly (laughs) you know So, it's amazing you could take all those things and then just wither, yeah. you know, fritter I probably away went like into it. Yeah, I probably went into it with the biggest negative, and that's because it's a <laughs> 1840s period piece in England. Now, there's a lot, there's period pieces I love, like in a lot of other periods. Like, I love Roman times and things like that. But that Abbey? Period, I'm not a big fan of Downton Abbey. I watch some of it, but it's yeah. that 
it's that pre-industrial going into the industrial age Britain that I'm just not very interested in. Sure, sure. Yeah. No, and that, and that's that's very fair. That's very fair. And and so, you know, you know, you were but you know, it's, uh, you know, you give it a shot whatever and yeah. and, and um, you know, and versus myself and and, and appears you too, Sean. We were going in and thinking, oh, this is going to be a pretty good film, you know. Right, right. I'm actually thinking this is going to be like the best of the bunch of the four, this, you know. And and yeah, it, it just shows you that you just you just never know, you know. And that's the thing. I went in completely blind. I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't do anything. I just knew it had an incredible sex scene between two of the hottest actresses in film that it was about dinosaurs and two women who um, were, in pale- were into paleontology and that it was a period piece. That's all I knew. So I didn't even see the trailer or read the IMDb. And um, so I was, I was really excited and, and yeah. Um, yeah. I had to text both you and, 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 and Sean at the same time saying, Oh my God, this movie is so boring and slow. <laughs> And that's the thing. I did not say it sucked at first. I said it was boring and slow. That's yeah, what I said. Yeah. 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 And that's exactly the perfect review because that's what it is. It's not yeah. – it doesn't suck. It's right. really well made. Right, right. It's just boring. Which I, makes it one, all the more maddening. Yeah. At one point, I pressed pause because I was like, how far am I into this movie? Right, I feel right, like forever. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm only halfway. Right. Right. I felt that way when, when the mother passed away and, and, and I go, oh, my God, it's another 30 minutes. What are they going to do now for 30 minutes? You know? Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was pretty tough. That was pretty tough. Um, but that's you know, always it, a good sign when you have that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord, I've still got another half the movie to go. Yeah, and, 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 and I even said it to both of you, I think, off, uh, offline in my text. I said if we weren't reviewing this film, I, I, I would have just turned it off. I, I would have just turned it off, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know what? Then right. you wouldn't have gotten to the scene at the end. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I heard about it, so I probably would have fast-forwarded to it, just to make sure. <laughs> but because that was, that was the kind of, well – known you know in in hollywood circles like oh my god the 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 scene that they did you know um but but yeah i mean um it was it would have been a film i turn up and i usually don't say that much to some films i mean is it like a handful like uh what was that uh scary on 61st street i said that we did for the oh. dark discussions podcast i would have turned that one off that and one if, for sure was so bad i would have stopped watching it yeah yeah so so there, there's a few I would have shut off, uh, and this was most certainly one of them. And it's amazing to say that again because of the cast. Uh, you know, I, I would have never thought I would say that about a Kate Winslet film. Um, but, I am sure there is an but, audience for this movie. I am not it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the surprising thing is that when it's still, you know, two thirds of the of the critics liked it, but this is the type of film that you would think critics would say 96% because, you know, it's Kate Winslet. It's right. Sarasha Ronan. It's a period piece. It's a drama. It's art house. It's picking up, um, uh, patriarchy, um, uh, LGBTQ themes and, uh, class warfare, you know, on and on. You can just name all the stuff that would make this film, a film that should be a critical dialing. And even the critics only t- the two thirds thought it was good. Yeah. And out of those two thirds that thought it was good, <laughs> 
they just thought it was good. They didn't, you know, slightly amusing. It wasn't like they were giving it four stars, and, you know. You know, so it was just the award just like, winner. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Which some folks did say that Kate Winslet could have been someone that could have got nominated for something, but uh, it was only mostly small uh, festivals that had got any nominations. Uh, Oscars and all that overlooked the film. Um, she does great in the film for what she's got to work with. Yep. Oh, she sure did. Yeah, absolutely. Can't fault the cast for what they've got. It's the writing and the screenplay. The guy kind of yeah. got turded. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's in it for like a small portion of time. He's a, he's a complete dick in the movie, and then he's and he gone, shows and you dick, don't even so that... see him at the end. <laughs> he shows it to me, right? Like, at the <laughs> yeah. end, he's just gone. He's She's just living gone. in this rich place where she can yeah. keep her, and <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, that that was that was a bit weird, too, that uh, uh, he was just gone uh, from the film at that moment, and then we never, he never comes back. He just disappears. <laughs> right. It's weird. You know, I mean, I would have done a few different choices. Again, since this is a fictional account of of real people, why not just have him show up uh, to pick uh, uh, Charlotte up? You know, just so we remember that he's even in the film. You know, right? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At that point, you don't even care that he's in, he was in the film in the beginning. They could have just started it when she stays there. You know. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that's another funny thing about this film is the male nudity. You know how a lot of films get ripped for. There was no reason to have that female nudity. It was obviously there just to you know get notice or or titillation or whatever. Um, the male nudity in this film had felt just like female nudity in, in some B film. You know, it wasn't even needed. It was just kind of weird. I mean, good. You know, good for the director to, to do it to you know double standard. Now you know I'll fix that double standard. But it was like so unnecessary. It was it was just funny. You know. Yeah. yeah. It, it took me out of the film for a second because it's like, what? What? It's like right, you know I've seen Kevin Bacon and, and Bruce Willis's cox and, and other films and it actually worked here it was just like you could tell that he just put it in as a as a um statement you know it was just weird i felt maybe i'm wrong but i felt it was just like some sort of statement to just put him in yeah there. it felt that way to me too yeah. <laughs> okay i don't Very know yeah yeah <laughs> so whatever yeah but um but yeah, again though his character just disappears and never appears again, and it's like the weirdest thing. So, um, let's see. Uh, what about the mother? What do you guys think of the mother? Uh, if, I didn't even know it was the mother at first. It, it took me a little bit to figure it out. She um, seemed really uh, cantankerous until I learned that she had like nine children die. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'd be yeah. a little cantankerous too. Me too. That's a lot yeah. of kids to have and have them all die except for one or two. And was it tuberculosis yeah, that she was dying from? Yeah, I suppose she had tuberculosis, yeah. Yeah. So I think you're right. that's I could see why you would also be quite ornery because yeah. that's wasn't existence. Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So hey, I did okay. What's that again? He was hurting. He was hurting. Doc Holiday did okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but but the, the, also, uh, I wish they had developed the mother a little better too. Um, yeah, she's just. Just, she yeah. just seems so sour, and she never notices that there's anything going on. Well, she never makes it known that she knows that anything's going yes, on. So it's almost like, yeah. yeah, she's almost superfluous. Yeah. 
because of that. So it's like yeah. it's almost like she's just a like a statue almost. She's not she's there a prop. for Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. It felt her role felt weird in the movie. It's it's felt yeah. weird that like all these characters you would think would be important or play at yeah. least an important part in it aren't. Yeah. Because right. it's like the husband, the mother, and just yeah. like you would assume that these characters or people would be more important. Right. Right. In their presentation or whatever. But yeah, yeah, and especially the mother. And, and again, no disrespect for the, the the husband character, but you know he leaves and goes off to France or wherever he went for, you know, or back to London, and he's gone. So okay, so he's not going to be there, obviously, and and it's not like they can phone call because it's eighteen forty. So, but the mother's literally there, twenty four seven. Yeah, and you would think the mother would be an important aspect of that household. And you, you forget she's even there half the time. It's just strange, you know. I mean, I mean, maybe that's. I mean, I don't know the actress, and and she does have a um, a wiki page, so so she has some notoriety. But you know, maybe, maybe choosing her uh, a non-famous, you know, recognizable actress for that role was because it was just a small role or something. And and it's just weird that it was a small role. I feel because she's right there but i don't know it's, it's just strange uh again i don't know if that's a nitpick some of this may be nitpicking too i don't know but i don't feel that it's nitpicking. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't no think i think this nitpicking. is legitimate issues yeah um yeah so yeah it's, it is what it is it's uh um an interesting character um as much as we we learn about her, but it is kind of weird that you, when you you find her backstory, it's like literally the the last scene before she dies, basically or something, isn't it? When 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 does she say? When does Kate's or I should say Mary's character say, uh, "My mother had nine children and they all died"? Was it actually? It may have been right at the beginning, right? When she, no, it was closer towards the end. Yeah, um, who was she talking to? She was talking to the. Um, to Charlotte. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. They were having that conversation after the the musical. Yeah. And right. she went home, and then Charlotte comes back, kind of upset because she left. That's right. Uh, yeah. Left her there. She didn't even say anything. She just left. Yeah. Um. So then she tells her this story about her life, basically, which she hadn't. I don't think they had done. They had just been, right. You know. You know, getting just enjoying each other's company up to that point, not really getting to know each other. Right. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe that, yeah. So that was a weird thing too, then, because again, like it was later in the film, as I originally thought. So you, you learn these important things about the, the mother's character, but it's like at the end of the film or middle, late middle of the film, when a lot of that stuff you would, you would probably know early, you would think, but I don't know. Again, her, the mother wasn't really that wasn't the focus of the story, obviously, but still, it was just an interesting, I guess, choice for the writing. Yeah, it was. Uh, let's see. Anything else anybody wanted to bring up or any specific scenes that we want to talk about or characters that we missed? Um, uh, I, well, oh, yeah, I was going to say the doctor. It was interesting how they brought up him being an immigrant. And saying you're a foreign, aren't you? And he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm foreign. And it was almost like 
even Mary was was poo pooing him because he was foreign. Yeah, you know, so it was, that was kind of interesting too. So I, I that didn't seem too unbelievable. Yeah, no, no I, I, I believe that. Yeah, because <laughs> there because there is a you know a strong but but feeling, that, yeah. But the thing that made it weird, I feel, is that we're trying to supposed to be sympathetic to the Mary character and to make her poo-poo or at least question that he's a, he's a quote-unquote foreigner. Even if he's trying to make a point, the director and screenwriter making a point that, you know, foreigners are even now treated lowly as well. But it didn't feel like it was good that it came from Mary. It should have came from Charlotte because they already were planning to make Charlotte the the the, the dink, you know, or 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 you know, in other, in other words, if or they should have just had the mother say it instead of the Mary, yeah, you know. So it made me like like Ooh, that's weird that something that didn't fit. Yeah, it made her character a little unlikable. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, didn't fit with what we're supposed to. We're supposed Feel to like that character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like you're sabotaging your own work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and again, Mary is a cantankerous character a lot of the film anyway. But you know, we're supposed to like her character a lot. There's a reason feel... that she's that way, though, right? Like that's what you understand, or you're supposed right, to right, understand. right. We're we're supposed to feel sorry for her, and we're supposed to feel you know um empathy for her and and understand that's the reason she's cantankerous right so yeah so yeah yeah it's just it's just though though at certain points it made you made her character look unsympathetic and i don't think that was the the, the point at points so now barry you were going to say something right before we, me and you were about to bring that i brought that up i thought you were um, I was thinking of something, uh, a scene, but I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> Dang, you're going to hate when that happens. Uh, yeah, you know, it's becoming more common. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, let's see. Uh, anything else anybody wanted to bring up? Sean, you got any, any scenes that you wanted to bring or, or specifics? Um, no, I was just going to say, I guess, other than we've talked about a, a bit, but like the beach sequences I thought were shot very very nice whether it was made to be dreary or not i thought they the look the location they used was very good and like even the starting sequence where she's climbing up the rock face to to get one of the the ammonite fossils yeah i thought it was done well so i I I actually was like oh go ahead i was gonna to add to that i think some of the best beach scenes were when the two women are together yeah and and Charlotte's character is dressed in these awesome dresses. I mean, that's when yeah, I noticed her, her dresses. Yeah, yeah, and, and they were they were pretty awesome dresses. And that's when I noticed her her um, clothing more so than any other point in the film. And the way they filmed it from behind, when they're you know from the backs, looking at them from their back at their backs, and and um, the 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 way that Mary's just look flop froppy or I think that's the word froppy and and a shallot just looked looked uh pleasing to look at and 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 then in this dreary foggy British ocean uh you know channel or ocean or whatever a seaside was kind of, was kind of really cool um even more so than than just 
the the fossil hunting, just the, those two scenes, uh, or, or those scenes with with the two women and, and lo- looking at them, it was kind of interesting. Um, but you were, well, you were saying, yeah, go on. Bart. I was going to say when she goes, when they get in that kind of fight when they're first going out there together, and she tells her to go wash or whatever in the water. And yeah. she goes, you don't even know there's a cabin or like a little shack for them to go into and get changed and everything. And she goes in that and you're like, okay. And then she gets in the water and gets all sick. I, that was a weird scene too. I felt like. That was strange. Yeah. Because again, if, if we were familiar with how that works, maybe that wouldn't be strange, but I didn't know what the hell was going on because they just cut to her in this thing that's moving. I'm going, what, what is this? I, w- I was confused at first. Yeah. Cause and, the beach seemed to be empty. And then all of a sudden there's this building for her to change in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> right. Well, and it was the little building even moving or, or was it just the waves coming up? I couldn't even tell. It was just. Uh, no, it was, it, yeah. It was hard to tell because it was like, it was part of the dock. Right. So right. it depends on how that dock was built. Like it could have been moving. Right, right. But yeah, it was weird. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, and um, I wasn't familiar with with such a thing, so so I was I was a little taken aback by what was going on, and, and had to figure it out. It took me a little bit trying to figure out what was going on. Um, but it was kind of interesting, I'll tell you that. Yeah, oh, and it was funny too how how uh, Charlotte's character's complete no pun intended fish out of water you know she, <laughs> she, just, she just falls over and she she gets drenched and, and she doesn't know what's going on and it actually i think makes her even sicker right that's when she yep. gets yeah. really sick yeah yeah, yeah so it's kind of funny because we're, we're not talking talking miami beach water you know we're no. talking we're talking the north sea or or the channel or, or atlantic or something i don't know what's and it wasn't the summer. salt water is it, it the salt water summer. is it the cold like what is it cold. that actually makes her sick is it the cold, the cold. Okay. I, yeah. I think it's the cold yeah 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 because uh that she water, already has a lacking constitution and going into the water made her no nah, right. fair enough yeah. Right. yeah yeah because up here in new hampshire our water is like you know forty something degrees. You know our beaches. The beaches are beautiful, but the water's like freezing. It's cold, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's all coming from you. It's all coming from where you come from, Sean. It's coming from the, uh, <laughs> from the uh, eastern New- part of my country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's coming from Newfoundland, you know, and 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 all that water, and that water's all freezing. So we're getting all the Arctic water comes comes down the coast uh, south. It comes south, and so we get all the freezing water, and it's always freezing. Well, and then you get you all the summer storms that come up from the south like yeah the hurricanes and the, the heavy well you don't get like maybe not the hurricanes per se but like you get the fallout from the hurricanes the tropical yeah. storms whatever yeah exactly we, we get hurricanes every so often um that are pretty bad but but it's mostly like you said the fallout yeah there's, there's a handful that obviously uh like new jersey got hit pretty bad a couple of years ago um, yeah but but generally it's it's the fallout yeah yeah. yeah, and it is interesting too because if you go like you look at Cape Cod and Long Island Sound, if you're north of Cape Cod and Long Island Sound, the water is like ten to fifteen degrees colder. While on the other side of Cape Cod, it's ten degrees to fifteen degrees warmer, and and so 
we, we, we literally where we are, it's all cold. So I would assume the Brits, especially if you get in all that North Sea um, water coming uh, down from Norway and stuff, it must be freezing. So I, I don't know. I, I haven't been to the English coast, but they're, they're definitely not known for their, their uh, swimming beaches. But yeah, way. it's not like the nice Mediterranean. <laughs> right, right. We're, we're not talking, we're not talking uh, uh, Cannes or, or, or Barcelona or something, right? Italy. Greece, yeah. anything yeah, like Spain. that. Spain, yeah, exactly. We're not talking <laughs> talking that at all. You get to be hardy, 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 hardy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what? What is it? Is it how do you pronounce it? But that Frenchy Nietzsche or is it Nice? I can't. I, don't know. I think it's Nice. Nice. Right? Hey, and, yeah. Until you've gone yeah. into the icy water in Minnesota or even in Canada, uh, in the heart of winter, you've you've not lived. Yeah, like yeah, Minnesota's yeah. like mini Canada. <laughs> it's cold there. You guys yeah. just get just as cold as we can, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have respect for for Minnesota people. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're all Norwegians. That's why they they yeah. all probably settled there. Right? Yeah. 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 Speaking of Norway, I, I, when I was a little kid, I used to be always I was confused. My mother didn't even know the answer, but I go, "Why the heck is there Norwegian cruise lines all down in the the Caribbean? Isn't Norway like a freezing country?" And so yeah, that's a fair point. But that's they want to go to the warmth. That's why. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but 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 and they do have a, a huge coastline in Norway, so that may they do be one yeah. reason why they have cruise ships. Uh, but anyway, now we're off topic. Uh, anything else <laughs> anybody want to bring up? Anything? Nothing for no, me. I'm good on my end. Yeah, yeah. So there's nothing really more to talk about, uh, which is unfortunate. It's probably more, more interesting uh, to just read a history books on the two women. Because yeah. Of what the, their accomplishments are. Instead Can of I say one thing? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's, uh, out of what we watched this week, I was far, had far more enjoyment from the finale for Obi Wan and uh, the Hero Gasm episode for the boys than this movie. And I wish I would rather have spent another two hours watching rewatching those uh, if I had known. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, again, like I said, there was three other films that I considered over this one, and uh, two of them I had seen, and they were really good. And you the got third a bank one for next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what that's what the what what they'll uh, they'll probably be. Um, but yeah, I, I wish I chose one of those three other films in this one. This but one. how could you know though? This is like you don't know until you actually watch it, right? Because yeah. there's nothing <laughs> nothing that said it was boring, boring, boring. With a yeah. side order of boring. <laughs> So. Right, right, and, and like I said, I don't, I don't trust the critics much anymore, anyway, and 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 so you know, sixty nine percent is like, I mean, it's still lukewarm by them, and and again, I don't even trust them anymore. So why not just take a chance, you know? Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, you think the pieces are there? The pieces are all there for an excellent movie, and they managed to make a not excellent movie. So kudos to you. Right, right. Yeah, and, and again, like I said, that the subject of two self-trained women in 1840s when women weren't supposed to be paleontologists, um, and, and, and that, that's just an amazing story itself, you know, and, and unfortunately, that, that, that's not what this film was really about, so. All right, well, anyway, uh, all right, so... Um, uh, pretty much that's it. Um, 
I guess we can uh, I guess wrap it up. I mean, we could do what we've been watching, but we could just save some of that for the the regular dark discussions section of what we've been watching, I guess. But except I don't get to be part of that. You so can't really do that. So yeah, all right, we, we got plenty of time. We still have. Uh, we've only recorded for about an hour and thirty minutes or so. So uh, yeah, Sean, what what we'll start with you? What, what, what do you got uh, that you've been watching that may interest people who listen to the Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews podcast? Well, as I say, I've been watching the Obi-Wan series, which wrapped itself up uh, this week, and I thought it was very good for as a Star Wars fan. Uh, I thought Ewan McGregor was awesome throughout the series. Aiden Christensen was great. Um, as a Star Wars person, like back in the day, this was like the Star Wars I like. This is a Star Wars that I like fell in love with as a kid. So I thought that was great. And then, as I say, I've been watching The, the Boys Season 3, uh, which has been phenomenal. Like every episode gets better than the last, which is hard to say because it's a pretty high bar. Um, but like those are the two shows, the main shows that I've been watching uh, that were really, really enjoyable, especially if you're a genre person. And, and which is the one that, that gets better with each episode? The The Boys. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And if you're a Supernatural fan, Jensen Ackles is in it, and he's awesome. Oh, <laughs> oh is, yeah. is, is, is he is he one of the stars this season? He's Soldier yeah. Boy. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Was that and that character is a new character for this season? It's a this new season. character, yeah. Yeah. And, and he is he one and so he's one of the lead actors in this, this yep. season. Oh, oh that's players of the yeah. Oh, that's that's good news. Yeah. Yeah, I did not so, know that. Yeah. If you're a supernatural fan, it's right. you can see why Eric Kripke uh, brought him in, and yep. he's done phenomenal in his role. So actually, actually, my uh, one of my best friends is she. She and her son are down in Florida right now for the supernatural uh, oh, nice. convention, and and she literally sent me a picture today of her with uh, with uh, Ackles. Oh, yeah, nice. cool. yeah, yeah. She did one of those photo ops. Yeah, yeah. So cool. she, she actually got to meet him and everything. Yeah. So that would have been a fun experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's having a blast. It's like one of her favorite shows. Yeah. So yeah, so she was trying to get me and, and uh, another buddy of mine, Doug, to, to go down with her, but but um, we 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 weren't we didn't we didn't go. Uh, I yeah. just didn't have the time to do it. But but that would have been something. Huh? That would have been cool. Yeah. It would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I'm going to throw out is that's coming up soon is the fourth season of What We Do in the Shadows, which has been the first three seasons have been so good. And if you like Taika Waititi's work, I'm very much excited about season four. And I think Damn. it's supposed to come out this week or next week. What station is that usually on? Uh, that's, uh, what is it, D, uh, FX in the States. Okay. And where is it in Canada? And it's FX here too. I just, yeah, gotcha. there, I think uh, you have, two, I think there's two different FXs in the states. Okay, you yeah. only get one, so. <laughs> gotcha. But it's, uh, I absolutely love that show. If you're a vampire, you love vampires and silly comedy and stuff. It's, but it's, it's, it's great. So. All right, very good. Uh, else, sure. And then I guess my other thing is looking forward to seeing because tonight is the night that Westworld season four drops. The first episode, right. right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. after after we do this and hopefully the Avalanche win, then I'll be able to watch uh, Westworld and Happiness. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I may watch it tonight or, or I'll watch it uh, tomorrow morning before work. Um, so, yeah. 
Uh, I've got the, the the luxury of being in mountain standard time, so it's a lot easier. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Uh, what about yourself, Barrett? Um, watching a lot of the same things as Sean. Uh, Kenobi, yeah, I really loved it. It's definitely the kind of story I wanted. Um, let's see. I watched Doctor Strange in the um, the newest Doctor Strange movie on Disney Plus, and I really Multiple enjoyed that. Madness. Yeah, yes. I, I didn't want to say the whole name because it was killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> That's okay. No. <laughs> um, that was really good. I really enjoyed that. Um, we've also started watching the Doom Patrol, which I think is just recently had its third season finish out. Um, and that is a very bizarre show, but very enjoyable as well. And it's based on DC comic stuff. That's so. the one that has Brendan Fraser, right? Yes, and he is awesome okay. in it. What, what's awesome the name of the show? Doom Patrol. Oh, oh, and, and, and that's on HBO, right? Yeah, it's on HBO Max. Yep. Yeah, it's like a DC season one, two, right? Yeah. Uh, three seasons, and it's approved for a fourth. So, gotcha. Must be doing fairly well, and Brendan Fraser is great in it. <laughs> He's Canadian, right? Yep. All right. Now, um, what were you saying about that show, Sean? It's 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 related it's DC. to what? Yeah, yeah, the DC, DC. Marvel universe. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, all right, sounds good. Anything else, Brett? Uh, that is pretty much it. I'll be watching the Black Phone this week, so that's yeah, my too. next big thing. Um, I heard that uh, Ethan Hawke is awesome in it. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, the, the, this this is uh, getting great critical reviews, and not that again. Who, who cares about the critics? But when horror films get really good reviews. That, that it's rare. <laughs> it's rare. So, so yeah, and and it brings back the same people, the same screenwriter, the same director, and Ethan Hawke uh, that did Sinister. So, yeah, same, nice. same group of people. So, yeah. So, so uh, it it's it doesn't surprise me that that it's it's getting uh, good reviews. Ethan um, Hawke is getting back uh, some uh, work now, which is great. Yeah, at least yeah. mainstream stuff. So that's great. Yeah, well, and that's 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 another reason why I heard Scott Derrickson dropped out of uh, Doctor Strange because he was supposed to direct that film, the one that Sam Raimi just did. Yeah, was because he wanted to do this film, um, and and so he dropped out of Doctor Strange and he did this film instead. And and this film, uh, Cargill, uh, that's the guy that, that wrote it. Yeah. Um, he used to be a critic himself, a, a film critic, and it's kind of interesting. Okay, yeah. But now he's a screenwriter. And Isn't then, that course, interesting? You don't hear that often. No, no. And, well, and you pretty, don't usually was, hear people going from the big money of a Doctor Strange to something that might not do well. You know what I mean? Because yeah, it's a horror yeah. film. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm exactly. glad he made that choice because it worked out well getting Sam Raimi to do Doctor Strange. So it did, I yeah. Have no problems. Right. Well, well and, and, and they could both and, be successful. So and, well, well, and if Derrickson, you know, he's he he did Sinister, and that was freaking awesome, and it's with the same group of people, so he's bringing them all back to, for this film, you know. So if if Sinister was awesome, which I think it was awesome, yeah. um, this this film is is getting even better reviews than that. So I'm, I'm very curious. So good. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So whenever you guys see the review, that'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And Derrickson, I guess, got more control on this film than had he done um, yeah. Doctor Strange. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. he didn't yeah. want to do horror, is what I had read, is that he didn't want to do the horror route that they were looking at. Okay. And that's why he, like, that was another reason why he kind of stepped away or whatever. Right. But then, it, as I say, he brought in Sam Raimi and, you right. know, he can bring well, I mean, Sam Raimi, to the mainstream, right? 
Yeah, and plus Sam Raimi has more strength in in you know because he's a bigger name, so he has more power. You know, versus say Derrickson, who is a great director, but you know he, he's still he's, working his way up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, he's small. He does a lot of smaller stuff, and so if he came in to do Doctor Strange, the producers would have had a lot to say. While Sam Raimi could say "f you," you know, if if if, yeah. if you know, be that way, I'll just quit. You know, yep. Just, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, what about uh, Resident Evil Village? Barry, you playing any of that? Absolutely not. You gonna play it again? I will play again when I have time. <laughs> I haven't had time at all. You know how busy I've been at work, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and for me, uh, I've just been playing um, uh, Strange Life is Strange True Colors, which is a video game it has supernatural elements. Uh, it's more like an adventure game, um, and uh, it's really good. Uh, it's really good. So uh, I, I'm enjoying that, um, and that's pretty much all I've been doing. I haven't been watching any TV, um, and that's the only video game I've been playing. And you're rewatching some Game of Thrones. That's true. I, I rewatch. Actually, I did rewatch another Game of Thrones today with my my daughter. Uh, we watched. Um, uh, the long night uh, the other day, to, uh, this weekend, and that was fun because my, my daughter loves zombies and stuff, and, and she was all excited. Her, re- her reactions were awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got some I got some awesome reactions of, of a six-year-old watching the show. She goes, oh, my God, they're, they're all zombies. That's awesome. So it's kind of funny. Um, and then we watched The Bells today because she wanted to see the, the one where um, – uh, Daenerys goes crazy and Queen Cersei gets killed. Uh, spoiler alert for a show that's uh, oh, what? <laughs> six years old or something. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. So that was um, that was cool. Uh, and we watched the finale, season finale, about three weeks ago. Um, and yeah, so so we it watched. It feels like six years, but it was only three years. Yeah, no kidding. I imagine that's three. Years. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, we watched. Uh, um, who's the bald guy? What's his name? The, the eunuch. What's his name? Uh, oh, uh, Varus. Varus. Yeah, yeah. So we watched Varus get get killed today. Yeah, because uh, that, it's in the bells that he gets killed. Yeah, and then we got to see uh, the hound fight uh, the, mountain. the mountain. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah. We, we saw Quayle or whatever his name is. Quat Kyburn. Kyburn, yeah, Kyburn, yeah. We saw him getting his head squashed for no reason, and uh, Jamie, and um, oh, and we got to see Urius, or what's the guy from uh, Euron? Euron, yeah, yeah. We got to see him get killed. So yeah, so it was pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, and we and we got to see um, Worm Tongue or whatever his name is. What's the guy's name? The Worm. Oh, uh, the one who went crazy. Yeah, the other eunuch. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, uh, what is his name? Damn it! Is is worm? Is it something? Isn't it? Yeah, because it's not worm tongue. Because that's Grima. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah it's Yeah, so it's it's worm something though. But yeah, yeah, we see him go nuts and become evil, and so that was good stuff. Yeah, it's all good stuff. All good stuff. Oh, um, gray worm. Gray worm. That's it. Yeah, I know it was some worm. Yeah, <laughs> damn worms. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I watched some Game of Thrones. I forgot I watched that. Yeah, yeah. So that we watched some of that season 
nine, I think it is, or seven, or whatever the last eight, right? Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, eight, eight. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun, and then uh, that, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, reading cookbooks, so that doesn't count of genre, and uh, and so forth. Um, all right, sounds good. So I guess we can do uh, some house cleaning, which is uh, uh, Barrett, uh, me, and you, along with co-host Mike and co-host Eric, do another podcast. Yes, Dark Discussions, where we discuss horror and genre films, mostly horror. Yep, that's right. That's right. Uh, so, and that comes out weekly. So, uh, look for that podcast. It's on the same feed as as this one. If you follow this one on the Dark Discussions podcast feed, uh, also uh, the new, or I should say, the long on hiatus podcast, Bullets, Brothels, and Bots, a Westworld podcast. Oh no! Uh, wait, we, Phil. Wait. Hey, Phil. It? There's a there's a podcast you do with um, co-hosts Mike and Eric. <laughs> Yes, yes, that's yes. right. Yes, yes, that's how I always do it. Uh, pretending I'm, I'm clueless. Um, yes, yes, and that that is Bullets, Brothels, and Bots, a Westworld podcast, which uh, will re-debut Tuesday. It should come out uh, on the Bullets, Brothels, and Bots, a Westworld podcast feed, as well as the Dark Discussions podcast feed. So if you're a fan of, of uh, that television series, um, there will be episodes weekly on each episode of that series starting this week. Um, and then there's uh, other podcasts that are in the works uh, in August. Uh, myself, Sean, and Barrett, uh, and maybe other co-hosts, but definitely us three, will be doing uh, the She-Hulk uh, when that comes out on Disney Plus in August, and then the new Game of Thrones, uh, which will be coming out in August as well. Um, I think they're 17, August 17th and August 19th, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So look out for those podcasts, which are not named yet, but uh, they will have their own feed and also appear on the Dark Discussions podcast feed. Um, also, we have uh, other Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews episodes that will be coming out um, within the next few weeks as well, since we have a bunch in the in the can already recorded. And then uh, the Cinema a la carte podcast, which uh, myself, Mike, and co-host Eric do as well, which are it's similar to Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews, which could be drama films and not just horror or, or things like that. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, so I guess we can get into our final thoughts on this film here. Uh, and what's the name of it again? Ammonite? Am- How do you pronounce it again? Ammonite. Ammonite. Okay. Uh, so I would start with you, Bert. Yeah. Uh, once was enough for me. Um, the acting was great again. Costumes were great. Sets were great. Uh, the script just was boring. Um, it went nowhere for me. And I just didn't really enjoy the movie that much. Um, so there you go. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, yeah, yeah, I wasn't wasn't a big fan of the film. Um, it was uh, honestly, you know, even if I have pet peeves about historical accuracy and things of that nature, the the real the real um, uh, problem with this film was that, as as Barrett just said, it was it was just boring, plain boring. Um, it didn't really hold my interest, and they had such great source material as Sean said earlier, and and oddly didn't focus on on that stuff 
which is how they probably should have. Uh, probably more interesting to read uh, history books on, on the characters in this movie than seeing a fictional account of a mo- of the characters that just was not real, never mind, just very boring. Um, but if you do like Midnight Movie Grindhouse, uh, that five-minute scene of Kate Winslet and Saoirse uh, Ronan um, having their sex scenes, uh, uh, you'll, you'll most certainly enjoy that part for sure. Teenage boys and Midnight Movie fans, for sure. Um, let's go over your shot. Yeah, pretty much. There's not much more I can say that hasn't already been said. Uh, was the worst movie of the four that we've watched this month, like, very easily. And again, it's the movie itself is crafted very well. Great cast, you know, all these things that should just be a win and finding a way not to um, just, as you say, so boring. And again, this is something that I really wanted to like these are like the cast and the, the idea of the story and what you could do with it. And to, to get what we got was just a real letdown. So I do not recommend it. <laughs> and if you want to sit through for 155 minutes to get to the five minutes that it might be good, then I give you props for having more willpower than I. All right. Sounds good. Um, all right. So uh, once again, uh, Ammonite is the name of the film uh, directed by Francis Lee, written by him as well, starring uh, Kate Winslet and Saoirse Ronan, uh, among a handful of other folk. Um, the film uh, getting uh, mixed reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and didn't gross much money, uh, but it does have uh, two hugely um, popular and well-known and accomplished actresses in the lead roles, which may draw some interest to drama fans. And then, of course, the, the highly publicized and well-known uh, graphic sex scene between the two actresses um, may be of note to Midnight Movie and Drive-In Theater uh, fans as well. Uh, so that pretty much wraps up our LGBTQ theme Pride Month um, we'll probably do it again next year, um, but uh, that pretty much wraps it up for this year, um, and we will have other recordings coming up too, some that have already been recorded that will come up, but uh, after we hang up this podcast here, me, Sean, and Barrett will discuss uh, what we'll do next, um, but we don't have much time because we're going to be picking up uh, the She-Hulk and Game of Thrones so we, we may just randomly pick a few things and, and get a couple episodes out before August um, recorded anyway uh, and with all that stated Bert, why don't you let us out Thanks again for joining us for Pride Month. Uh, join us again next year but join us sooner than that we'll have more content coming out um, Thanks for listening to us 